The Supreme Court of New York has suspended Rudy Giuliani's license to practice law. The Justice Department has taken control of dozens of Iranian media websites. The Biden administration has asked Americans to report potentially radicalized friends and family. A new world order isn't coming. It's here. Will the government choose you next? Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have an exciting show for you today. Not because we're happy about it, just because there are news articles that are happening that perfectly depict what the Bible says is coming in the last days. And we can't wait to share them with you because it is exciting in spite of how unfortunate it is and how uncomfortable it can be. It's exciting because we know we're that much closer to the return of Jesus Christ to uh, where he's going to establish his kingdom here on earth. And we're not going to have to deal with these earthly governments anymore. We're going to rule and reign with him. Doug, I'm excited about that day. I'm excited about that too, Vince. You are. Yes, I am. You get worked up about it. I I, love it. I do get worked up about it. We were talking about it last night in church, and I got worked up in church about it. It's pretty exciting. (laughs) You know, I was thinking, we're talking about this one world government that's coming from Revelation chapter 13. I started thinking about Irvin's first book. A message for the president where he wrote in there that the Berlin Wall would come down. This was before it had come down. Mm -hmm. And he wrote it was coming down and then it would establish a new world order here on earth. And when our president said those famous words, Gorbachev, tear down that wall. He later said, this is is the establishment. I'm paraphrasing here. I don't got the exact quote in my brain right now. This is the establishment of the new world order. He definitely said that. It was as if he was reading from the book. That Irvin had written, and we were uh, not surprised because we believed the prophecies, but it was quite amazing. And our phone rang and rang and rang for days back then. They want to know how in the world he knew that that was coming. And, of course, he pointed to God and said, it's in God's word. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. There's nothing special about me, but it's what God's word says. And uh, that is kind of what launched End Time Ministries in regards to... uh, recognition really globally. Uh, Irvin had been preaching it for decades before that, but nonetheless, here we are, 2021, many, many years later, and there have been things developed that it it's just like, man, how much closer is it going to get before this thing wraps up? Yeah. Well, you know, things, they seem to be happening so quickly, Vince. Uh, like we talked about today, there were so many different things that we could have talked about. We we try to get as much in to the program as we can whenever we're working this up and trying to get it together for the show. Uh, but there's so many things that are out there that we, we couldn't get on here because it would have just taken days to explain everything that's going on. But um, the program we had today is interesting because... You know, we know the Bible foretells of this one world government, Vince. We know that the Antichrist will take control of this one world government. He'll become uh, that leader, that political leader 
And then um, we see in Revelation how Revelation 13 is broken into three different categories there. It's broken into a one-world government, one-world religion, and a one-world economy. And, you know, Brother Baxter said that this is like the devil's chapter. It's like how God exposes the plans of the devil and what he has planned for the end time. And so we're beginning to see some things that look like, hang on a second, is this part of what this is talking about the one world government is it already starting to establish so it reminds me of um, the cornerstone of all truth deuteronomy 6 4 hero israel the lord our god is one lord right satan's looking at that going i I can't have a divided group of people they need to be one Mm -hmm. they need to have one idea one idea one belief system one governing system one economy i gotta copy what god has established yeah. And so I'm going to make I'm going to make it up and and try to unite everyone. And those that won't conform will be either thrown in jail or they'll be killed. Bible tells us that. That's not an exciting thing to think about. No, it's sure you really uh dropped the mood. I put a, a, put a downer here. on it, didn't I? I apologize for that. Well, you know, not really. I mean, I was thinking the other day about um just some crisis that we've navigated recently here at End Time and I'm going, you know, Crisis is never fun. Nobody ever wants to go through being persecuted or dealing with loss or whatever it may be. These things are never fun for anyone involved. However, God has seemed to always use that. It's like uh, we were talking about abortion on Tuesday and, um, you know, God... God has a revival planned out of that. And, And when we go through our down times and trials here on earth, it's okay because there's work being done. I think about the disciples being persecuted and, and, um, you know, they went through that, but it helped further the name of Jesus and, and the plan of salvation and discipling people. And so they, they considered it an honor. Right. And so as much as I don't want to go through that, I'm just going, Lord, if I ever have to help me to, um, put you first, right. Seek you first in spite of my circumstances. Well, you know, and we have the promise from Daniel that tells us that those who know their Lord shall be strong and do exploits. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that whenever this time does really kick in and it starts, that God, His Holy Spirit, is going to allow us to overcome the things we need to overcome and to be strong when we need to be strong. You know, we, we've read Scripture that tells us that when we're put before judges and magistrates and uh, people in power, that we don't have to worry about what we'll say because the Holy Spirit will speak for us. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that that's the exciting stuff that we have to look forward to. You know, every day when we come on this show, I go, Lord, I'm going to need you to speak for me today (laughs) because I'm already there. I understand that. (laughs) We are going to share some stories with you today that are happening uh, in the world. We're going to talk about how our Justice uh, Department, the United States Justice Department, has seized several websites uh, for Iranian media. We're going to talk about the six major multi, uh, multimedia co- corporations that control everything. Uh, there's uh, Trudeau, he re- released a bill to regulate social media and streaming. Uh, Biden has asked uh, Americans to report potentially radicalized friends and family. Like this is happening to you and I in our world today. Sometimes it gets pinpointed to a few individuals, one individual, whatever. Um, but I'm looking at all that going. Why wouldn't they choose me next? Like I'm, 
I'm just like some of these guys that they target. Yeah. So why wouldn't they choose me next? And um, so we're going to talk about that and expose what's happening in current events and give you the Bible prophecy perspective on it. A one world government that is coming and it is being established and it's quite prevalent in our world today. We're going to hit it after the break. I do want to remind you that we survive off of the goodness of God and partnership from people just like you. Uh, the average contribution that comes in here is about $50. We have people that are on uh, recurring giving. They set it up so every month uh, they donate to us. It's a tax-deductible donation. And so if you'd like to be a partner with us, if you like uh, the message that we share and you want to help us to continue to make it available for free, we'd love for you to partner with us. If you go to endtime.com slash donate or call 1-800-END-TIME. It's 1-800-363-8463 and tell the agent that you want to be a partner with End Time. You can give a one-time gift or a monthly gift. But we'll bring it to you after the break. Stick around. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world. We will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls today. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time. That's one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Today we're talking about a one world government. There's several stories that are very relevant for you and I, very personal to you and I, because they might just choose you next. They might just choose me next. And so uh, we need to know the scriptures. We need to know what's coming and be prepared for whatever may come. So we're going to talk about that today. I do want to remind you that if you are on Facebook, uh, the share button is our friend. Uh, it, it will fight against the algorithms a little bit and help get this message out a little bit further. So if you don't mind, hit the share button or hit the heart button instead of the like, the thumbs up one. Uh, do the heart one. That helps a little bit as well. So share and heart it. That will help get the message out further than 
what it typically would. We do want to go to the scriptures now. Revelation chapter 13 uh, is this um, one world government chapter basically. And it it says uh, right in verse one, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise out of the sea, having seven heads and 10 horns and upon his horns, 10 crowns and upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. And the beast, which I saw was likened to a leopard and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Now, Doug, I'm reading all that and I'm, my mind's going all over the place because that sounds crazy. <laughs> Do we want to stop and talk about that now or do you want me to wait until the end? Well, we, we may have people that have never, you know, heard us teach on this before. And so I just, some of what we need to understand right there is that this is this one world beast that we're talking about. So that's the one world government beast. We know this from these animal symbols that are also mentioned in Daniel 7. And Daniel 7 tells us that these symbols are symbols of kingdoms that will be here on earth when Jesus Christ comes back to establish his reign. And so... So um, animals are symbols, symbols are kingdoms. Yes. Well, not all symbols, but the animal symbols are kingdoms. Definitely in Daniel chapter 7. Yeah, so we've got... There we've got the ten-horned beast, which is the fourth beast Daniel saw. Uh, We know that to be the Holy Roman Empire. We can't explain that today, but we know that that's going to be that revived Holy Roman Empire. You just skipped over seven heads. How do you skip over seven heads and get to ten horns? (laughs) I've seen ten horned things. Never seen a seven-headed one. The seven heads are from each of those beasts. Okay. So the way we know this is in Daniel, we have the lion has a head, the bear has a head, the leopard has four heads, and then the fourth beast has a head. So there's seven heads all together. And ten, the ten horns, like I said, is that fourth beast that revived Holy Roman Empire. The lion is Great Britain. We see the wings of the eagle being torn off of that lion in Daniel 7, 4, and made to stand up on the feet of a man, and a, man, a man's heart was given unto it. And then we see the bear being Russia, and we see the leopard being Germany. They have four heads because it says dominion was given to them. So each head represents a time that they've risen to power and they're now in their fourth Reich. So that's how we know what these are. So we've got Great Britain, we've got uh, the revived Holy Roman Empire, and we have Russia and Germany there mentioned in that scripture. They're all now one world beast. What we're looking at here is basically we see a snapshot of its history. Right. And so we're looking at those four heads, and it's not current day. So, I, although it's helpful visually, it's not necessarily one beast with four heads, unless you look at it in the huge scope of its history. Right. So that that helps that a little bit. Now, you you didn't mention one thing that I think you probably want to. His mouth as the mouth of a lion. Yeah. That's really amazing when you figure out what that means. Right. So we know that. Uh, just a few years ago, the UN decided that its international language would be English. Why is that? It's well, for one thing, English is uh, a language that is translated. Um, you know, you can do the translation. Most of the of the world speaks English. They may speak it as a second language, but most of the world have been taught English, and many of the writings have been translated into English. Uh, even all of our airline pilots. Uh, it's required that they speak English. No matter what country they're from, they also have to speak English. You're as, saying all airline pilots, not just American airline pilots, all right, in all, the whole world. In the whole world, yes. Wow. And so 
English has become this international language. So why wouldn't it be the United Nations language if everyone's speaking it? Right. And this says that that world government beast in the end time is going to have a mouth of a lion. Yeah, absolutely. What's that have to do with English? That has to do with English because the lion is England and they speak English. They speak it more properly than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's super interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like... It comes down to very little minute details. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. See, verse, I'm getting excited already. Verse, <laughs> verse 3, And I saw one of his heads, as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. We are taking your calls. The number to call is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. If you have a question or comment, we'd love to chat with you. Uh, come on the air with Doug and I. We we're nice. We're we nice try to, to talk be to, as right? nice as we can be. Now, Doug, I read all that. What's it look like in modern terms? We already covered a portion of it. Right. But there's a lot more verses there that really could confuse you if you don't so understand. We, we know, Vince, that the Antichrist will stand in a rebuilt Jewish temple and he will cause what, it, what we know as the abomination of desolation. We know this from Daniel 9.27. We know it from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. So we have other scripture that backs this up. That's where he stands and he blasphemies God. He says, I am God in that uh, moment that he stands up in the temple. So we see that that's what that's talking about. But the interesting thing today that I saw as we were getting this together is that he makes war against the saints. Okay, so we could be seeing some type of war happening right now against uh, Christianity and against the saints because... We're going to read, when we go down through some of these, that's why it makes these articles that we're talking about today so interesting. Because some of the people being targeted here are people like you and I, who go on this show, like Dave, that we tell the public what's happening in the world. We tell you from a biblical perspective, from a prophecy uh, perspective. We come in and we explain why we're seeing things begin to happen. So they're beginning to shut people down that are exposing things that they don't want to expose. We're exposing agendas that this one world order is putting in place and they don't like that. And so they're beginning to silence people's voices. And that's what we're beginning to see. And that's what that scripture could even be talking about. But of course, it's going to get much worse. Are you saying that the dragon in Revelation 13 could be out and about right now? Yeah, well, I I definitely believe that the dragon being Satan, that spirit right now is driving a lot of people. Uh, You know, the Bible says that there are many antichrists, 
but the one Antichrist is coming, the one true Antichrist that the Bible talks about. But that spirit of Antichrist is out there, and it's already working in the world. So, but the Antichrist is not revealed right. to our knowledge. Right. But uh, he is out there somewhere. Yeah, we believe he's alive. Yeah. Okay. But you're not saying, because you, you were saying this could be happening now. You're saying what is happening is perhaps a precursor of what's to come. That's it's exactly kind of warming us, up, warming us up to yeah. that whole thing. Yeah. It'll just be common action when when it gets here. Yeah, by the time this rolls in and we see that abomination desolation take place and, and a real war comes down to where we see people being persecuted, dragged off the jail, even killed for their stance on God and for not taking the mark of the beast and worshiping the Antichrist, we're seeing precursors to that now. Right now, what are we seeing? We're seeing them try to silence you. We're seeing them try to make your voice unheard are trying to make you seem as though you're crazy you know not not you personally but anyone who stands that wouldn't be uh, that hard i'm pretty <laughs> pretty easy to <laughs> right but yes this is a precursor i believe but that's what's got us so fired up about this because we're watching these things happen and we're seeing the bible uh be revealed to us the things that are in the bible are starting to you're starting to look at it and go wow that's not so far down the road Talk to us about the media, Doug, because we mentioned earlier there's six major media companies that rule everything. Yeah, and and so those six major media corporations here in the United States, right? So so we we know who they are because they're named, and you can find this in articles all over the place. I didn't. I just got the name. It's not like you. Spent days in your basement alone with an aluminum foil cap on your head to figure all this out. Right. This is common knowledge that's out there. They have it's public information. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just want to make sure. And so those corporations are GE, General Electric, News Corp, Disney, Viacom, Time Warner, and CBS. And this is the reason, Vince, when we see our news media, you can flip the channel and almost see the same exact story on every single channel. Uh, You mentioned it would have been great if we would have been able to get that video clip where somebody's gone through and they've made a video clip of all the media around. It's like 80 80 little clips from CBS and Fox and just all the different ones and they're all saying literally the exact same thing word for word. You're like, yeah. And that's why, because there's a narrative they're pushing, and that narrative is something that it's like scripted. So they're reading a scripted news item, and so we're not getting everything that we need to get from our media. Then that's that's the TV. Well, so in that case, it's like, okay, we have corporate Costco, and they said everyone's going to have to wear masks. Right. And so then every Costco you would go to would say you have to wear a mask. And they're repeating the same exact thing that they were told by corporate. Right. And in this case, the media, there's apparently a big corporate that pushes it down to all the different ones. Yeah. And then you get your local Fox station and your local CBS station, Mm -hmm. what fill in the blank, whichever station it is. Yeah. And they all got the same script, just like these... Big corporations passed out mask policies, and now they're all reading it. Yeah. I mean, you can find that. It's Just search it on your search engine. It's right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And, and there's been a few reporters that have exposed this live on camera, and then they've gone 
to Project Veritas and done interviews with Project Veritas and released the recordings that they got from the stations when the station says, hey, by the way, you're fired for what you did today because they're letting people know, look, the media is holding things from you. And so that's just our news media. Then you've got the radio is clear channel communications. They control thousands of radio stations and you'll hear that you know if you listen to the radio web companies like google yahoo microsoft are increasingly dominating our internet and so these are are ways that the government if they begin to take control of these companies they can push their narrative and if you're trying to speak truth out there on one of their programs they can revoke that from you or take control of it or shut you down and that's what we're beginning to see happening. I believe we're witnessing it right now. Well, and we have. I mean, just with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, these these companies alone, we've seen them literally shut people off. Yeah. And not just Donald Trump. Right. I mean, we're talking just people li- literally like you and I. Now, they're oh, yeah. much more popular than us. But as far as their media presence, it's parallel Aside from they're wildly more popular, but you know they're they're a lot like you and I, and then they've even shut people down that don't have a media presence. They just post something that they don't agree with that violates policy, and all of a sudden you're just disappeared from social that social media. Well, everybody's seen it too. You get on Facebook, you put something about the vaccines, and what's the first thing that they do? is they, they post a little thing over your post and said, this is inaccurate because see why. You know? And so if you're trying to get anything out there about anything, and I just use that as a, a way of saying they've been really pushing that. Yeah. And, and so uh, you can see that it happens on just a personal level. I got my dad a T-shirt for Father's Day. It's one of the things I got him, and it, was, uh, it said fact real big. I don't trust the fact checkers <laughs> because that's kind of where I'm from. Yeah, I get it. Um, There's a crazy story about what we're talking about. It says uh, it's from Yahoo News, actually, uh, ironically. Uh, amid heightened tensions between Washington and Tehran, U.S. government officials take control of dozens of Iranian media websites on Tuesday afternoon. Now, we're not advocating for Iran, obviously, right. but I, we highlighted this to go. Well, when you sent it to me, I thought, I didn't know this. I mean, I knew it was possible, but I don't think I've ever heard of this happening where they just take control of a website. Visitors to digital web pages, including Iran's Arabic and English language channels, Al-Alam and Press TV, as well as the Yemeni site Al-Misra, which has been linked to Houthi rebels, were met with bulletins in English and Arabic that noted the Internet domains had been seized by the FBI in conjunction with the U.S. Department of Commerce. According to a Justice Department press release, the U.S. seized 33 websites operated by Iranian Islamic Radio and Television Union. Yeah. Well, are they going to choose you next? We're taking your calls, one eight seven seven in time one 363 We look forward to talking to you more about what's happening around the world in regards to world government after the break. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. 
That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at one eight seven seven in time. That's one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I want to remind you that Dave Robbins will be in Flint, Michigan this weekend. So come out on uh, Saturday at six p.m. He'll be talking about the future according to Bible prophecy, and then on Sunday, June twenty seventh at ten a.m. He'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments with a special Q&A session after. So if you have a question for Dave, uh, you'll be able to ask it uh, there as part of his lesson. So you want to make sure to come to Flint, Michigan to join Dave and Jana. Come out and meet us. And uh, Dave will be around for questions and conversation afterwards as well. You can learn more about the venue, where it's going to be, any additional details at endtime.com slash events. All right, Doug. We just talked about how, how the FBI has seized 33, it's 33, right? Yes. 33 websites, which I did not know was possible. Uh, I mean, I guess I knew it was possible. I didn't think it has ever happened before. Maybe it has more than I am realizing. But um, also, Canadian lawmakers passed a controversial bill that aims to regulate programming distributed by media, streaming services, and social platforms. Now, are we surprised by this at all with Canada after what we no, talked really about last not. week? No. And, you know, that it's not shocking at all, but you've got, look at the things that's been put over social media. You had the one pastor that ran the police out of his church, and he posted the whole thing on social media. As they came in, they didn't have search warrants. He was holding church service. He, he wore ran them out. out. He did. <laughs> he rebuked them in the name of Jesus. But... Then he got arrested on the way home, him and his brother. Remember, we talked about this last week. Uh, on a rain-soaked highway, somebody videotaped that, put that all over social media. Then we have the pastor who had the outdoor uh, service. They flew helicopters over, found him, went and arrested him all over social media. Then we exposed that Trudeau was at a uh, 
cookout on the beach with the rest of the G7 having a great time. And then he puts his mask on when he knows the cameras are rolling, comes back and doesn't even quarantine for the time. So he doesn't like stuff like that getting out. So this doesn't surprise me at all. No, it's kind of like retaliation. It is. It's very strange that it happened in the timing that it happened. Very strategic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The legislation drafted by Trudeau's government, known as Bill C-10, is meant to subject tech giants to the same requirements as traditional broadcasters, effectively compelling companies like Netflix and TikTok to finance and promote Canadian content. It's among the most far-reaching plans by governments anywhere to regulate the algorithms tech companies use to amplify or recommend content. And in an age when everyone is a potential publisher, the act to amend the Broadcasting Act could affect individual expressions on social media and other digital platforms that rely on user-generated content. I like how they said could, as if that's not the real plan. (laughs) Uh, Governments around the world are grappling with how to modernize their legal frameworks to account for the global reach of the digital economy, reshaping how policymakers think about issues as varied as monopoly power, taxation, and worker rights. Yeah, I... We know a little bit about those algorithms uh, being uh, tampered with there, don't we? <laughs> we we have been um, hit ourselves with that where they have suppressed our program back. I mean people tell me all the time when they come on Facebook and Dave's doing the show and I'm on Facebook uh, with them in the chat and they'll say, I didn't even get my alert today that you guys were coming on. That mm-hmm. happens all the time. It's like they're suppressing our, our program because well, they don't how, want to How happen. can the viewers uh – on Facebook, help us with that, Doug. Well, they can do that by pressing the heart emoji. There you go. <laughs> oh, close. Is that not it? I mean, that, that was a okay. good, good try. It's, okay. it's, instead of the thumbs up, the heart. Okay. And they can share. The, that helps right. a lot. There you go. They were making fun of me before the show for saying that. So well, that's no, why. we're glad that that's happening. Good, good job, Doug. All right. <laughs> you know, we, any way we, I can help. <laughs> we had a post one time, and it was simply, Trump is right. And we were talking about, I can't even remember the exact thing right now, but it was basically something that Trump said he was going to do, and then he did it, and everything worked out um, in that case like he said it would. And so we did a post that said Trump is right. And that thing got suppressed by Facebook, and even like like they turned it off where no one was going to be able to see it and gave us a notice. And I personally responded to that and said, why? And we wanted more information on it. They wouldn't give me any additional detail. It was just because you posted it, it's over with. Mm. And we've experienced that. I mean, we have hundreds of thousands of people that follow us on social media, and yet only a few hundred get notices that we're going live when we do. So, yeah, do hit the share button and the heart uh, yeah. or something else other than the thumbs up. Don't, right. don't do the mad face. That's not good. So, <laughs> um, But, yeah, that's, yeah, that would definitely help. There's certainly censorship. The best place to go is watch.endtime.com to get our app, End of the Age Plus. Uh, ensures that you won't be censored from getting this content that explains current events through a biblical lens. So right. do that today. Free trial right now. Yeah. And, you know, Vince, uh, it is important that we talk about these things. And, and get them out there because there's people that watch our program that uh, they don't know these things are happening. They they may not be in the headlines like we are, and they definitely a lot of people don't realize that they are tied in to Bible prophecy and what prophecy tells us will happen once this one world order is established and how these things are beginning to, uh, you know, just kind of come up on the horizon a little bit. Like when the sun first starts coming up, 
and and you know that daylight's coming, you can kind of see those things. You know, uh, Jesus gives that parable of when you see the fig tree beginning to bud, you know summer's nigh. Well, that's what we're starting to see is that these things are starting to happen. So we know things are coming. They're falling into place. So very interesting time. This next story we've got is it's almost frightening to think about. Absolutely. We are taking your calls at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Doug, you mentioned that um, most people may not be in the news like we are. And I will just say that I know for certain that most people aren't in the news like you and Dave are. Uh, you guys spend every, well, uh, many hours during the day, maybe not every hour, but almost every hour in the news. And they're consuming this information and they're doing it so they can serve you with excellence. They are, they're doing that going, God, what is happening in the world today that you told us would be happening in some way or another? And so uh, big thanks to Dave and Doug for all of the work that they do. Uh, to gather this content so we can share it with you for totally free right here on End of the Age. Um, And we're just wanting to let you know that these current events are happening and Jesus was talking about it in his word uh, thousands of years ago. And so if that's true, what else might be true in his word? That's kind of the approach we've been taking for years. And it's been really, really awesome to see how people hear the word of the Lord and it dramatically transforms their life. We just had somebody recently say that they had joined the Jerusalem Prophecy College and after, I don't know how many weeks it was, but after several weeks of doing that, they made the decision to be baptized in Jesus' name and it's been radically transforming for their life. And so uh, we love hearing stories like that of how Jerusalem Prophecy College and Into the Age Plus uh, is helping you grow in discipleship. That's the only reason we're doing all this is to help people grow in discipleship, help people to uh, receive a revelation of who Jesus is and uh, one thing will lead to another. And, and we love being connected with you all as well. So um, it's always great to, to yeah. interact with all the people that follow us regularly. But I do want to get to this story. Biden administration asks Americans to report potentially radicalized friends and family. I hate that headline. It just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to choose not to be ticked off about it. Uh, in a conversation with reporters, one senior administration official explained the importance of stopping politically fueled violence before it started. Hmm. Oh, there's our number one concern. Let's let's try to figure out what somebody's going to end up being. Yeah, it's. I didn't think that was okay. Like, I don't think it is. I thought that was <laughs> against their rules. Usually, though. It, this reminds me of 1984, the book, because they had the thought police, and it's almost like that's what they're saying. We we're going to arrest you based on what we think you're going to do, what your thoughts are. For future events. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Quote, we will work to improve public awareness of federal resources. That's what I'm looking for, federal resources, (laughs) to address concerning or threatening behavior before violence occurs. The official cited the Department of Homeland Security's, quote, if you see something, say something campaign to help stop radical Islamic terror as a domestic possibility. This involves creating context in which... Those who are family members or friends or coworkers know that there are pathways and avenues to raise concerns and seek help for those who they have perceived to be radicalizing and potentially radicalizing toward violence. Mm. Now, I've found that a lot of times people have a different perception than what reality is. Yeah. But here we're saying if you perceive 
that that person's being radicalized. You know, yeah. what if they radically change their life and stop living the way? What if they stop cheating on their wife and try to try to um, get their marriage back together and they stop yeah. going out with their buddies and they radically transform their life trying to pursue a better life, maybe with the help of Jesus. Right. Maybe they've been radicalized. So should we report those people? Well, like you said, it's based on your perspective. What if someone or radically doesn't like the fact that you're doing all this? What things? if someone radically decided they were a different gender? Is that something we should report, or is that mm, okay? Man, is that man, not radical get us enough? In trouble. I just it <laughs> drives me nuts. Right. All right, I'll keep reading. <laughs> Biden began his presidency with a stark warning in his inauguration speech about the rise in political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. On June 1, Biden described the threat from white supremacy as the most lethal threat to the homeland today. So recently, there were a couple of tweets about guys in pickup trucks with American flags on the back of their pickup truck and how these people must be racist. Do you remember that? I do. And how, how do you know because somebody is waving an American flag in the back of their pickup truck that that person's a white supremacist or, or racist in any way because they have an American flag on their pickup truck. Is it because they're driving a pickup truck or is it because they're driving a pickup truck with an American flag or is it because they're proud of the American flag? Which one of those things makes you a racist? Because I, I've driven pickup trucks. I don't have one at this very moment but i have a jeep so that's kind of close and guess what on the fourth of july last year i put two little american flags on the back of the rails when i had the top off because it looked really awesome when they were waving and it was the fourth of july when we celebrate our um our freedom here in this country that it's, sounds like a pretty lethal threat to our homeland i did <laughs> <laughs> That's scary to think that that does, but yeah. Well, I just I'm wondering if Biden has forgotten about China mm. and terrorism. Yeah, Iran. Uh, you know, they were on the top ten terror list after 9/11 took place. They were on our top ten list of terrorist organizations. I guess they're not as lethal. What not- about socialism? Would that not be more lethal? Not to our homeland? Man, not in their eyes. The Biden administration said it would also work with large technology companies on increased information sharing. Well, that's yeah. comforting. Isn't it? <laughs> Any particular tech company often knows its own platform very well. But the government sees things, actually threats of violence across platforms. They see the relationship between online recruitment, radicalization, and violence in the physical world. So that means that if you're watching this show right now, you never know what could be being tracked. Right. In fact, we do know what could be being tracked because they are tracking all of us right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to finish this article on the other side of the break. We, there's a lot more information in here that it's, you need to know. So we're going to be talking about that so you don't want to miss it. I don't know. It's, it's going to be crazy before it's over with. But the good news is, is we have hope. And we're going to tell you more about that hope on the other side of the break. Call us at one 877 1-877-363-8463. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. 
Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Just another reminder that Dave will be in Flint, Michigan this Saturday and Sunday. If you're in the area, make plans to join him Saturday nights at 6 p.m., Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. You can learn more about the event at endtime.com slash events. Almost gave you the wrong website there for some reason, but endtime.com slash events. Uh, let me see where I left off in this article, Doug. I don't want to uh, reread some things. Should have done that during the break, but uh, it says any particular tech company often knows their own platform is what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. The Department of Homeland Security also plans to deploy digital literacy and digital fitness programs to help combat malicious content online that bad actors deliberately try to disseminate. The official reassured reporters that the administration's new strategies would remain laser-focused on stopping violent acts. Who gets to define what violent acts are? Do we know that? No, I, I don't. I, you know, I mean, January 6th was supposed to be a violent act. Most people I saw walking through the Capitol building just had flags in their hand. Now, I'm going to get us in trouble, Doug. You're going to get I us know, in trouble. What are you talking about? Let's move on. Um, This is a strategy that is agnostic as to political ideology or off the spectrum. What matters is when individuals take their political or other grievances and turn that unacceptably, unlawfully into violent action. The official added the Biden administration was taking the threat of domestic terrorism seriously and would redirect the focus of intelligence agencies on internal threats. We are investing, this is quote, we are investing many agencies of the government and resourcing them appropriately and asking our citizens to participate because ultimately this is really about homeland security being a responsibility of each citizen of our country to help us achieve. So, Vince, last week the FBI put out a report that CNN reported on. And uh, there is a certain group that a lot of people uh, get information from. I'm not even going to say it because I know it will you know, get a lot of people jumping up. I don't know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. So uh, they, they say that these people, the QAnons, okay, let's just, I'll say don't it. Don't say the that. Q-anons. That'll get us censored. Exactly. But... <laughs> What I'm saying here is the FBI put out a report, said that we can expect these people that follow this conspiracy theory and this group to become violent uh, because the plan is not working out or whatever they call it. And they're tired of waiting on the plan to initiate or to happen. And so now these people will become violent. So 
how do they know that? How do they know that there are people that are going to become violent? Because at some point, if you are a um, if you were just a Trump supporter, you were uh, thrown in this category as your a QAnon person. And that's not true. I mean, I'm not a QAnon person. I voted for Trump. I'll tell you that. I don't mind telling people I voted for the man. And I thought he did a fabulous job as a president. But I'm not part of a movement of any kind. And uh, do I have guns? Yes, I do. I own guns. I like to hunt. But it doesn't mean that because I have those weapons that I want to take war with the president or the country And he said yesterday that there are certain people that have the kind of guns I have that I go hunting with and that if I'm going to fight the government, I need F-15s and nuclear bombs. Now, that's a direct quote. Yeah, that's That's what what President Biden said. If you all haven't seen that, that's what he said in the press yesterday. I can tell uh, gun control is a very serious topic near and dear to him. Yeah, it is. F-15s. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, now, Doug, you, we talked about those six major media companies and that yeah. major radio. You just triggered every one of them with everything you said I combined. Know. You exactly. didn't miss one of them. No. I mean, it was like you had one of those <laughs> F-15s. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, pers- I know it's not an F-15. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. I'm, I, I'm just sitting over here thinking about how you got on to me for getting us in trouble. And well, you just, I, I got worked you up. You went and triggered the more every you read liberal. that article, the more I got worked up because I'm like... How do they know what people are going to do? I mean, Vince, we went through a whole year last year where people were burning buildings and flipping cars and busting up businesses and dragging people out in the street and beating them to death. And they never said a word about it. The Democrats talked about it being a peaceful demonstration when there was the city was burning behind the reporter they're saying oh it's a peaceful demonstration but yet they're talking about things that haven't even been done that they're projecting could happen because somebody posts something on their social media what's this have to do with world government it has to do with control 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 because that's what world government wants yeah they, for one thing, if we're all, if we don't have arms, we can't fight back, that's for sure. But if they can silence your voice when you're pointing out the obvious to people, and some people, Vince, need the obvious pointed out to them. And so when you're doing that and when you're trying to show them what the plan is, they don't like it. They want to control you. They want to shut it down, which, you know, I mean, we, it, can, it can move us right into what we're talking about next in the segment. But I'm just saying that that's what they want to do. They want to silence you if you don't line up with their theology and what they say. What's that quote that Dave shared this morning in devotion from Gorbachev, the uh, extirpate quote? You know that one, don't you? I I don't know it as well as Dave knows it, but yes, he's... Well, you know it better than me. Yeah, well, basically, when when Gorbachev wrote the book Perestroika, he said there, there are uh, three major things that cause war, and that is um, politics, religion, and economics. And the religion part of it... Now, it, was he reading from the Bible there? Well, exactly. That's We, we see all that. When, when things like that are said in a book written by a man who was over one of the biggest communist parties in the world. Not a Christian man. He's right. not reading Revelation 13. No, he's not. I, I don't even know. I, I would think he's agnostic probably. I think I've heard Gorbachev say that. But, to but there's say, three things listed in Revelation 13, three yeah, main topics. Right. Politics, religion, economy. economy. 
Yeah. And so all those things, he says, causes war. So if we can get everybody on board with that, then we can uh, control that and, and everybody will be thinking the same way. And anybody that thinks outside of that box, that they would need to be erased, basically. We've got to eradicate them. We've got to get rid of them. What's the word? You just said it. I know, and I can't remember how to say it. <laughs> I can't either. But either way, it means basically to kill off. Yeah, kill off. Yeah. And so this is a world government movement that if you don't get in line, you should be killed off. Yeah. Basically. So it, this stuff has everything to do. Everything. With world government. Because if yeah. you don't align with these ideas, yeah, you should be... We're talking... This gets me going because I start thinking about, like, there's certain religious beliefs and people say, well, my aunt or my uncle or my neighbor is whatever that religious belief is and they're not like what the media describes them as or they're not like what, they're not radical or they don't believe this or that. But when we look at their documents, what they consider holy uh, text... Mm-hmm. We can see what that says, and it says you should be these ways. Yeah. Or when we look at the writings of, of influential people in those movements, we can see, like Gorbachev, we can see what they're saying. This is how you should be if you're going to be this way. Right. So there may be a handful of people, there may be more than a handful of people that don't align with every little thing like that. Yeah. But overall, the idea of it, the the constant... Um, ideology of that is going to be pushing that on them whether they conform to it or not all the way is di- I mean we've got we've got uh, liberal Christians who don't conform all the way to the Bible they say oh, well we're just going to we'll take the love part and everything else is not for me right. you know <laughs> there are people yeah. like that in other religious beliefs as well including right. world government so I guess we're not saying that everyone that subscribes to this thing is that way but the idea of the of the belief system is this. Yeah. And so if you dive deep into it, that's what it's going to try to convince you of how you should think and live. Yeah. Kill off people who don't yeah. line up. And and so th- that's what they're kind of projecting, not necessarily killing, but they're telling your family report other family members that you think could be against the government basically. I mean, this reminds me a lot of what we heard about Nazi Germany and the Gestapo. I mean, this is what this sounds like. Report your family members. If they're not lining up with the beliefs of the one world government, even though right now we we know in America that we're not going to fall under this. We know this from the scriptures in Revelation uh, chapter 12, verse 14, where we're helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. But right now we are, under this administration, moving closer and closer into... Uh, world government. It's almost like they're saying Trump took us so far out of it, we've got to work that much harder to get us back into it. And just the the conversation we're having right now, Vince, could be very dangerous uh, in the near future. 
I mean, it could be dangerous right now. What do I know? I, you know, I told you I had a barbecue Saturday and a black helicopter flew over my house three times. So who knows what's happening right now? They could be listening to us right now and thinking, you know, that we could be exciting people to violence. And that's not what we're doing. Absolutely we're, not. We're trying to help people understand that the, the scriptures in the Bible, the prophecies in the Bible are coming to pass right in front of our eyes. And that this is the time like none other that we need to have revival in this world. We talked about revival this morning in prayer. It's time for that revival to start. If people don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they have got to uh, get in the Word of God. They've got to start praying and they've got to get right. They've got to get their life right. They need to be born again. And um, if you're born again, this stuff is, is it, it may come and happen, but like you said... We'll face it in a different way. Well, yeah, and you and you've got to not just be born again, but also uh, continue to stir up those gifts. Absolutely, you can't just be born again and then sit yeah. back down on the in the beanbag chair eating <laughs> Cheetos. Right. You know, you got to keep going. This is a battle. Yeah. And so, if I were to just read these stories and read this one scripture, um, at least most of that passage that we read, it would it would feel like there wouldn't be a lot of hope. Right. But we know there is hope. Could yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Like, why would anyone feel hopeful after hearing these stories today? Well, the main reason, like I said before, this is this is proof where we can show other people that the Word of God is true and that it's coming to pass in, in our eyes. This is a good evangelism tool to use. When you can take Scripture and show people that it's coming alive right now, right in front of you, you can help people that may be on the fence and not really understand Christianity and help them to have a a relationship with Jesus Christ. You mentioned before about the person that had been through uh, JPC and they decided to be baptized in Jesus' name. Well, not only did that gentleman and his wife do this, but he's been going to his neighbor and teaching his neighbor what he's been learning in JPC and this week, his neighbor got baptized. He's born again because of this stuff getting in you and you going, look, this is happening and you want to share it with others. And there, there's the hope. Jesus Christ died for our sins. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. And one day he's coming back to get us. And that's exciting news. And that's what we've got to be hopeful for. And, and we need about. to follow that pattern. We need to repent. We need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Yeah. We need to be filled with his spirit. Uh, if you want to learn more about being born again, you can go to endtime.com slash reborn and read all about it there. We've, we've written, Irvin wrote a, a track many years ago. We've turned it into a post on the website. So go to endtime.com slash reborn to learn more about that. Uh, we know there's a lot of doom and gloom when it comes to world government. Um, But there is hope. You can put your trust in Jesus. Stop trusting in yourself. Stop trusting in our government or any other government, any other man, and start trusting in Jesus. You can make that decision today. Just decide to start doing it. You can do it. Open up your your Bible and start reading the Word of God. Ask the Lord to help you. You can do it. All right, we'll see you here tomorrow for Open Line, 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.